Welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And today, my beloved family, I want you to think about praise. Is it important to praise our Heavenly Father, to praise our Savior? Or is it just something that we should do sometimes? No, I know all of you are saying, of course, we, it's important. But how much do you praise him? I ask myself that and I can do a lot better than what I'm doing. I don't think there's anybody on this earth that's ever lived other than the Savior himself that can say, I praise him enough. The messengers that we call angels, they praise him 24-7, day and night, day and night. They have, in scripture, they sing, holy is the Lord, holy is the Lord. But the translation for holy is set apart. Set apart and righteous is the master. Set apart and righteous is Yahweh. Praise. Beloved, did you know that praise, praising our Heavenly Father, praising Yah, which some of you, you will say praising God, is our protection. Did you know that? You say, well, what do you mean praising Him is our protection? Well, doesn't Scripture say He inhabits the praises of his people. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, beloved, if he inhabits our praises, do you think any devil or demon could dare enter or disturb anything about us because he's there? Oh, no. Every demon, if there's any demon or devil around, they will run for cover. They will hide themselves because they will be destroyed. So praise gives honor to the Father, but it gives you protection too. Praise is necessary. We've got to praise him no matter what. And how often should we praise him? I mean, when should we praise him? What time of day? He's worthy of praise 24-7, every hour, every minute, every second, every moment. He's worthy of praise. So we should praise him in the morning, hallelujah. Praise him in the afternoon, hallelujah. Praise him in the evening, hallelujah. Praise him before we go to sleep, hallelujah. Praise him as soon as we want, wake up because he's worthy. And remember, he inhabits the praises of his people. Now, I recently ran into a book I had years ago and I had started reading. I don't even know if I finished. And by the late, great Dr. Miles Monroe. And it is entitled, The Purpose and Power of Praise and Worship. And it was put on my heart to read just some of his book. Um, this is chapter nine in the book, uh, The Purpose and Power of Praise and Worship. 
and I'm going to read a page here. It starts off, praise takes you up the hill. Wait, let me start. Okay, now, in his book, he wrote the Lord, and he has God. He does not have Yah, Yahuwah, or Yahusha. If he has said, if he said G, it would be Jesus, God, the Lord. But I'm going to inject Yah and Yahuwah. So I just, you know, okay? Just letting you know. Sometimes I may say, written God. All right. As I was saying, praise takes you up the hill of Yahuwah. And he wrote the Lord. As a boy tending his father's sheep, David spent many hours playing his harp and singing to Yahuwah. This evidently put a love in his heart, both for Yah and for music. The book of Psalms, the longest book in the Bible, records many of these songs as prayers that poured from David's heart. David's ability to praise Yah is no doubt the primary reason Yasharal, or Israel, enjoyed a prosperity and security during his years as king that were unequal throughout the rest of Yasharal's, Israel's, history. Daud, David, knew how to get close to Yah. He wrote God, and Yah's presence made a great difference in David's life. Yah, written God, also makes a difference for us when we, excuse me, when he is near. Sadly, his manifest presence is often absent from our churches. So true, so true. We come to a beautiful structure, but we see no power because the spirit of Yah is not active among us. This is due in large part because we do not know how to attract him. We don't know how to build a throne where Yah can sit in the midst of his people. Hallelujah. Oh, we may sing, dance, clap, and go through the rest of the forms and motions and characterize praise, yet we never experience the awesome reality of seeing Yah's presence manifest among his people. Why is this? Is Yah reluctant to come to us? And he wrote, is God reluctant to come to us? Could he, could he who created man so he would have a family prefer to be apart from his children? Of course not. The reason for Yah's absence is certainly not a matter of disinterest on his part. Disinterest on our part is a much more likely possibility, or at least interest that is limited or short-lived because we do not understand what he wants in our praise. Praise that reaches Yahuwah our Heavenly Father takes us beyond the confinement of routines, yet actually follows a pattern or a progression, if you will. This pattern is seen in seven 
Hebrew words that are used in the Old Testament to describe praise. These seven are certainly not the only words used to command and exemplify praise, but they reveal the essence of what Yah's attracting praise entails. The first of these dimensions or portraits as we will call them is Tuda. Sometimes pronounced Tuda. Some say Toda, Tuda. But that's a root word of Yada. And uh, I usually say Yada, but this is what he has here. Okay, I'm going to read this Tuda, sacrifices of thanksgiving. We should give thanksgiving. Yada, thanksgiving with hands extended in adoration. Halal, praising with abandon. Do you know, beloved? You know, we say hallelujah, 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 and you're weeping. Hallelujah means you're supposed to be jumping around and praising. He says, praise with abandon, forgetting about if you look silly, like David danced until his, his dance is closed off. He didn't care how he looked, his, and his wife criticized him, and she was barren for the rest of her life. But it's abandoned. You're not worried about what somebody's thinking. That's what halal halal is when hallelujah. We've got it wrong. We'll be just sitting there quiet. Hallelujah. 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 That's not what it means, what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be jumping and praising. Okay? And shabak. Shabak. Shouting with a sense of triumph. Zamar. Making music, Barak. Blessing Yah. It says he says blessing God. Tahila, singing spiritual songs. So I'm just saying this. Thanks, sacrifice of thanksgiving. We say we are to enter his gates with thanksgiving. Into his in his courts with praise. And you know we. So in other words. We can't even get in his presence without thanksgiving and praise. We can't even get into the, to the chamber to worship him, to the intimate chamber for worship. We've got to come first giving thanks and giving praise. Isn't he worthy? But I want you to think about that praise is our protection. And, you know, and have you experience being in a church well oh no you hear people say oh the presence of the lord i feel the presence of the lord god is in this house but if he was really in that house all of y'all would be on your face (laughs) you'd be down on your face on your hands and knees because he's so pure he's so righteous you cannot stand you cannot stand in his presence one day i was in a church and I had this beautiful, I think it was a white suit. And he told me, and it was, the floor was dirty. And he said, get on your knees and worship me. I got on my knees in my white suit and I was worshiping him. And he spoke, I felt his heart. He was speaking through me saying, and they were saying, God is here. The pastor was saying, God is here. Oh, let us worship. He, he's present. We're in the presence of God. And he spoke, he was saying, how can anyone stand before the almighty and say, I worship you and praise you? It is not possible. 
And I felt his heart. He was, I mean, you can't stand in, <laughs> what did, was it one of the, the who was it, uh, John? He said, I fell as though I was dead. In other words, he fainted. You will know once you have truly experienced his presence. He takes up the air, everything, everything is him. And it's so much, the feeling is so much love. It's almost like you can't, you can't handle it. Don't you want to experience that? I would love to be in a church where everybody's praising. Instead of people coming to a, a worship service, you need to come being a worship service. Everyone, and we put it together and we offer it up to him. Oh, we will bring his presence down for sure, his tangible presence. Now he's with us always. He never leave us nor forsake us. But his tangible presence where you can just feel that, that heaviness, I mean, you can't stand. You cannot stand in his presence. And you can't stand and really, truly worship him. Worship means to bow down, to bend, to crouch. That's the Hebrew Greek meaning. The Greek meaning is to be like a dog licking his master's hand. We need to totally humble ourselves, showing how righteous, how far above us he is. Now your Bible will say how holy he is. We say how set apart, how righteous, how high he is. Compared to us, to anything. We've got to start praising him. We need to, we know you come in, the, they come in the church and they're laughing and talking and greeting. It's more like a, a country club and, you know, just like a social gathering, you know, and, and, and blah, hi, and then all of a sudden, okay, everybody, let's stand up and worship. Ach, not. You need to be in a, in a, 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 a mood and in a place of worship before you even open your mouth to praise him, you need to come in with that intention. And it says, enter his house with thanksgiving. You need to come up. We need to enter with our hands raised. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for keeping me through the night. Thank you that I woke up today, that I'm here to be in your house. Hallelujah. That's what we got to do. And that's what's not happening. And it's got to start somewhere. Maybe it needs to start by you. Me, we, you walk in, they, they may think you're crazy. But you, know, you, you got to get in a place where you don't care what they think. Only person you're thinking about is your heavenly father, your maker, your creator, your savior. And he's playing, he's saying, that's my daughter. That's my son. They don't care what, they, what others think. They come to praise me. And in that whole church, maybe nobody else, but you will feel you can feel the tangible presence of the Almighty. We've got to treat him like who he is. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's mother, father, husband, doctor, lawyer, provider, provision, judge, teacher, nurturer, He's the air that we breathe. He's everything. He's life. We don't give him enough. 
So, Father, right now, we just take a moment to just praise you. To praise you here at the altar, here in my home. The altar you have blessed me, Barak me, Baruch me with here. We just want to thank you. I lift my hands. Yada. Tudaraba Yahuwah. Yada. Many thanks, Yahuwah. Many thanks, Heavenly Father. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are precious. You are beautiful, yeah. You are beautiful, yeah. Yes, you are. You are beautiful, eh? You are beautiful, eh? You are beautiful, eh? You are powerful, you are powerful, eh? You are powerful, yeah. You are powerful, eh? You are powerful, eh? You are powerful, eh? You are dangerous, yeah. See, they don't know that. But you are dangerous, yeah. You are dangerous, yeah. You are dangerous, yeah. You are dangerous, yeah. Because you are a mighty man of war. Lion of Judah. We bow down. And worship you, Yahusha, Yahusha. Come and do what only you can do. Did you know he's dangerous? He's a mighty man of war. Yahuwah and Yahusha, the Father and the Son, because the Son is just like the Father. The Son is the living Word, and the Word is the Father. He's dangerous. He's dangerous to any wicked, any evil. He, he's a mighty man of war. He's not, I mean, they have him look like, oh, the gentle lamb. Yeah, he's a lamb, but he's the lion too. He's the lion and the lamb, not just the lamb. We have to remember that. He's dangerous. And when he comes back, beloved, you don't want to be on the wrong side. You don't want to be on, uh, on the side that's against him. Because you're in trouble. He's dangerous. And he is going to destroy. He's not coming back gentle. He's coming back strong and mighty. And righteous and powerful. He's coming to set up his kingdom and he's coming to get rid of all the evil, all the wicked. Make a place for his beloved. My kingdom family, I just have to let you know, I just moved my workstation to another place. I believe this is where Yah is leading me to and it's it's the all we're at the altar where I have set up in my house like I said my altar this altar his altar there's no cross there's no pulpit there's his name his Hebrew name 
kids, you know, and music and a beautiful scarf and, and oils and, and I have beautiful candles there. I, you know, just, just, I just gave him what I, the best, what I have, the best of what I had in this house. And he has assigned a huge messenger that we call angels to watch over it. It has made a difference in my house. It has made a big difference. Hmm. I've been struggling a little under the weather and being refined and going through some things, you know, growing pains, it hurts to grow. And I know there's a new chapter, there's something new. And, um, a lot of times, <laughs> unfortunately, when you're being refined and growing, it's not, it's done publicly sometimes. You know, people see it and go through. So stay with me. Stay with me. And, and you know, it's a good thing because each time when I come out of it, I'm better. But I just wanted to let you know how important praise is and give you the revelation that praise is also your protection. And to get you to think about if you if you do go to church or if you do go to an assembly, come in with your hands raised, praising him. Don't go in talking to your friends. Be about your father's business. And if someone comes in, I can't talk to you right now. I, I got my gotta get my praise on. They can think you're crazy if you want. So <laughs> who whom do we want to please? Thank you, Heavenly Father. Father, I pray for those that are listening. I pray that there's something on this podcast today that they can receive. You know I'm struggling, but I give you what I have. Sometimes it may be 20%, sometimes 160 Whatever I give to you, and I give to your people, this chosen few, your family. And we shouldn't hide from each other when we're feeling low or we're feeling down. That's when we need to come out and say, hey, I'm, I, I could use a little prayer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for being so, you're not, you're not only so wonderful, you're so cool. You are so cool. loving and patient and long-suffering and enduring. You're more important than our next breath, more important than our next heartbeat. And we can't live without those things, but you're more important than our, than life itself, than our lives. You're more important. Everything on this life, in this life is gonna, <laughs> is gonna be gone. Everything but you. Everything but the things of you. This world, what this world has, is going to disappear. We're going to have a better earth. We're going to have, we're going to be in paradise with you. Because wherever you are, that's heaven. Thank you, Father, for loving me in spite of me. 
love me when I'm well, when I'm not, when I'm up, when I'm down, when I'm encouraged, when I'm discouraged. You love me no matter what. Because you know that I'm trying and that I love you. And you love us. You know we can't be perfect. That's not what you're looking for. You're looking for consistency, dedication. You're looking for a pure heart toward you and open toward you. And here we are, opening ourselves to you, Father. Do what you need to do in us, to us, through us, for us, with us, by us. I pray that over me and those that are listening because I totally trust you. I know you would do nothing to harm them or me. Satan can't do something stupid and convince me that it was you. It just won't happen. Thank you, Father. Father Yahuwah. And I pray, Father, give me the courage to up to have this podcast upload because you know I'm not feeling very confident about it. But if it pleases you, then I will. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's about you because you can take my mess and make it a treasure. You can take my junk and make it a jewel. So I'm giving this podcast to you. I'm giving everybody listening, myself, this music, everything to you. We're here at your altar. Father, do what no man can do. Magnify yourself. Touch them. Invade their hearts and their homes. And this one too. Show that Show them that it's not about us. It's about our submittance to you. When we submit to you and we are available to be used by you. We are just a glove. And you put us on and you move. Hallelujah. Have your way. I love you. I love you. Thank you, Father. And I love you too, family. And because I love you, (laughs) I'm going to let Savannah go on and upload this. You know, I I was delivered from being a perfectionist. And it still rears its head sometimes. But um, this is the best that I could do today. Okay. All right. Thank you for joining us here at our Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we like to give you food for thought. And we like to give you something more to think about. Until we meet again, Yah's chosen few, my beloved family. If Yah says the same, Shalom.
you're awesome, you're awesome, you're awesome. You're worthy, I need you, we need you. Thank you, Father, thank you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you with all my heart. And thank you for loving me in spite of me. Thank you for looking beyond my faults, seeing my needs. I need you. We need you. You're the greatest. You're the bestest. <laughs> You're the goodest. You're so great we have to make up words <laughs> to describe you. Hallelujah. Great is Yahuwah and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable.